Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, John. Oh my gosh, you're you're. Uh, this is exciting. I'm I'm excited. Can I can I do like a, a warm up for you? Yeah, yeah, give me the the promo. You know the, the the reading that I totally deserve as a podcasting personality. <laughs> okay, welcome to the Bro Show, recorded live from Scottsdale, Arizona, at the Arizona Ooh. Fall League. Festivities. Yes. And with us, we have John Daniels Podcasting Personality, my brother. Hey, all good. Thank you so much, Jerry. Okay. That's okay. Hey, you used my name. That's exciting. Okay. Uh, podcasting Personality. So, wow. Yeah. So, hey, look, uh, how things going for you? Pretty good. Yeah. Things I, are going pretty here. well. Yeah, yeah, yes. very exciting. You're in a Starbucks in, in Old Town, I'm in Starbucks Scottsdale. in the Old Town section of Scottsdale, Arizona. It's a suburb of Phoenix, and it's about uh, 70 degrees, going to get up to 86, sunny, clear, you know, another boring day in uh, Phoenix. That's all I can say. So. Well, this is this is season 11, episode 18 of The Bro Show. We are within the season of the tiger. <laughs> So oh it's boy. exciting. Yeah, every yes. every every Saturday we do this uh at seven thirty in the morning, central time. Central time. So it's five thirty yes. where you are. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And we're gonna talk about four things today. We're gonna have a tiger story, we're gonna have a word, we're gonna have two takes on something very important. I can't say what it is, I don't wanna spill the beans. And last but not least, we have two groaners. Groaners. Oh boy. Bad jokes. Yes, dad jokes. Dad and bad. So, you know, uh, by the way, uh, what, are you, what are you wearing? Uh, you know, and I have to wear something because I'm in a Starbucks. I can't go hanging around like I usually do at home. But you probably are a little bit different, but keep it from the belt up if you don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind at all. Uh, I'm doing the season of the Wow, that's good. I'm, I'm working on the bear, the, the bear in the car. Oh, you you got the bear in the car T-shirt. Yeah. I've got the season of the rat T-shirt. You got season of the bear T-shirt. We're oh man, doesn't get yeah. much better than this. This is a great T-shirt. Well, I think ultra I soft. Got, yeah, and what I got a little bit extra here. I got with an, I put a little Arizona flair to it. I'm wearing my my hat that's got a javelina on it. So, Ooh. so I got, I'm, I'm I'm so I'm spruced up with two animals this morning. You are. That's that's extraordinary. Javelina, the North American, South American pig. It's not wow. a pig. The peccary. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm in animal mode. I'm in animal mode. So what's yeah, the sponsor, you know, John? Our Let's sponsor, sponsor is Big Cat Rescue. Big Cat Rescue, their mission is to find suitable homes, wonderful home for their uh, for uh, tigers, big cats in general. That have been abused, uh, perhaps because they're too old to, to you know, perform in a zoo, in a circus, etc. So they're located in Tampa, Florida, uh, just north of it, and it's uh, it, they they're well maintained. It's gotten great re- reviews. It's uh, you know what the thing is, the best of these places is where you where the, the people can't go and gawk and look at these animals. The animals allow themselves to be in the most natural habitat they can have. They're a 501c3 organization established back in the 90s. 
So they got, you know, they got cred, uh, and, mm. that's, and they're all good. And by the way, do they have some swag? Oh my God. They have the best t-shirts. They have a whole slew of them too. You can pick any one you want. And, uh, John, you've got one, I believe, right? Are you happy yeah, with it? Yeah, sure do. Yeah, I, I, it's great. It feels good. It's a comfy, uh, sized right with respect to the medium less size that I have. And, uh, yeah, it's got the, the tiger on it, uh, unfortunately, it looks like it's, uh, you know, they need to be out about, I can't remember specifically what it says, but it, it demonstrates the importance of let's not keep these animals caged. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, <clears throat> not many people know this, but big cat, re- there's a big cat rescue Land Rover that they're making over in, in uh, Europe. So mm. just want to let you know, the, the word is spread about big cat rescue there. They're big time now, so it's good international. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Cats are cats, man. All right, so you ready for the tiger story? Yeah, we have got an interesting tiger story. We decided to take a look at a very specific animal that is named after a tiger. It's called the tiger beetle. And I I, I think one thing on the front end we need to say is that there are 2,600 species of this insect. So as a result, you, you can't say, well, it's located here, it's located there, it likes this environment or that environment. It's everywhere. Uh, but it has some very specific needs. So perhaps you could kind of uh, educate us a little bit about this, this wonderful animal in terms of size and some of its incredibly interesting traits. Okay, this is a beetle. It means it's an insect. That means it's an arthropod, which means it has an exoskeleton. It has six legs, not eight, like an arachnid. So it's a very, very cool insect. It's uh, also a beetle, meaning that it has a really super protective outer layer, kind of like Beetle Bailey. Remember him? Oh, yes. Yeah. So anyways, uh, these tiger beetles, they're they're a small to medium-sized beetle. They're about, I'd say, uh, the small ones are a little or less than a half inch. Uh, and the big ones are about seven-eighths of an inch, which is a good-sized beetle. Uh, yep. And here's here's the come on, man. They are the fastest. They're the fastest beetle. They're the fastest insect on the ground. Yes. They also fly. They also fly, many of them. But on the wow. ground, yeah, they, they go about five miles an hour, which is fast for an insect. Now, you they, may yeah. say, you may you may say to me, Jerry, how fast are they? Okay, That's I gave a question you the number. I was just thinking. I know, I know. It's amazing. Here's the thing. We, I gave you the number, but the number doesn't tell the story. These animals are so fast that they they go blind. They're so fast that they don't get enough photons to to process their environment, and they have to stop and let right. their let their eyes and brain catch up with them, which is amazing. They they run fast, stop, check things out, run fast again. Now, you say, don't they run into things? No, they don't. They have specialized antenna that form a triangle that go in front of them so that if they run into something while they're a little bit blind, that's okay. They go around it. They go over it. Whatever. Very exciting animal. And, John, these guys are fierce. They deserve the title tiger. Right. Oh. They chomp on insects. Oh, man. They are predators. And they've got serious mandibles. Do not get bitten by one. And some of them give off cyanide. That's right. Ooh. Yeah, a very powerful poison, as you know. So 
These guys have a real rep. Now, why do they call tigers? Well, because they're predators, they're fierce, but also some of them have a very distinctive marking on their backs. It's yes. Not, it's not like they're a tiger, colorful. but it's not un- yeah. there. It's not. They have a pattern. They have a pattern, and it's really ex- these things are hard to find, hard to catch. They're very wary. Uh, there's not that many sightings of them by human beings. As, as many of them as there are in the world, there's not that many of them. But you know, John, there's another aspect of this animal. It it uh, it helps us fight the environmental changes and what have you. How does it work? Yeah. You know. Well, the thing is that the animal is very sensitive to the environment, and uh, and it can, as a result, if you take a look at North North America, they fall into two categories right now. You know, threatened or endangered. And so, and that just gives us an indicator because these animals are sensitive to the environment. So they're sort of like what I would call the canary in the cave. They are the the forerunner in terms of letting us know when the environment is going to affect us. And that's so, right. uh, and and that's and so that's I think a, a good trait that they have that can something that can be useful to us. Now, of course, like if you already pointed out, uh, it might be hard to find them. You just you know because yeah. they're so yeah. fast. And yeah. uh, but but I think that's that's a that's an admirable trait they have. I would also say, in terms of their speed, as you've given a real good analogy, the fact is, don't you know, if you do see one, you, you'll see them for a fleeting moment. So you're probably not going to even able to take a picture of these these critters. It's that they're just that that fast, and they move re- and they react to humans pretty quickly. So. Yeah, l- luckily for us, someone with a telephoto microscopic lens. Uh, did get a good picture, and we've got it in the show notes. It's incredible. Yes. You'll love it. It's got a good good markings on its back, too. Yes. Yeah. So that is one very interesting animal, and I'm sure glad I, that we were able to, to come up with that one. It makes a very good tiger story. Yeah. You know, oddly, oddly enough, John, uh, when they're in their pupil and larva stages, they are perhaps the most uh, lethargic beetle in the world. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, they, they burrow vertically as a pupa, and they have little anchors that keep them rooted into the ground, and they just sit with their jaws, their mandibles, above, just barely above the surface, and they wait for uh, an insect to go by and then chomp them. Incredible. I know, right? That same yeah. animal grows up to go very fast and fly. So... Who knew, right? Who knew? Who would have thunk it? Yeah, hey, you ready for a word? Yeah, you know, we got a word here, and our word is showcase. Now, showcase, you normally think of as a noun. As a noun, it could mean like that little that glass case in which you put maybe awards or something, displaying various uh, maybe uh, items in a, in a museum. However, uh, showcase can have a variety of other uh, meanings, as we've learned from other words we've given. And I'm going to go with uh, maybe a secondary meeting, a setting for displaying something on trial basis to exhibit or display to show to the best advantage. So showcase can also be a verb in addition to being a noun. So I use the word, I found a sentence that's going to segue us into our topic for today, and that is, the sentence is, the Arizona Fall League is a natural way to showcase the tremendous talent rising in baseball. So you're saying, well, what the heck is that doggone Arizona Fall League? 
So we're going to get yeah. into that as we take a look at our, our topic of the day, because I'm in the midst of it as I've been here for a week. We're going to talk a little bit about that. So, you know, that's the word. John, that's the word. You know, regarding this word, when you say the word showcase, I only think of one thing. I, and I can't help it. I think of Shohei Otani. Oh, yes. You know, that's it. I can't get it out of my head. This this unbelievable baseball player just, you know, keeps – he haunts me. I don't know what to say. He has nothing to do with Arizona Fall League. But you say showcase, right. I hear Shohei. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're showcasing an, an incredible talent uh, is what it boils down to. And it's displaying yeah. it. I think it fits that definition. To show it's the best advantage it, uh, is what that that uh, Otani is as, as we take yeah. a look at a, a, a guy who can both pitch and hit. Incredible. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, you're there. Tell us about it. Okay. Well, listen. I I come out here once a once a year in October during the fall for one reason, and that is to what I consider have my base, best baseball experience of the year. I go to what's called the Arizona Fall League. The Arizona Fall League is a developmental league that allows uh, major league clubs to to bring together the best talent, minor league talent that they have, and, and get them a chance to develop so that they can more quickly become major league players. So what do we have out here? Well, we've got 30 major league clubs, and we've got six AFL, or Arizona Fall League clubs. So each of those clubs in the Arizona Fall League is stocked by five different teams, taking the, you know, six dividing by uh, 30 and coming up with, with an, an incredible roster of players. Uh, how long do they play and when do they play? Well, they play about 40 games and they play the games starting anywhere. It's various, but usually starts in the, the first week of October and runs all the way to the middle of, of November. Uh, they make sure that they have a fair number of players on their team so that they have an opportunity to, to, to they don't wear them out. They're not going to wear out their pitchers. And they play in, where do they play? They play in the best spring training ballparks out here. So you were, you were very comfortably watching players, the best talent around. And if you get hungry, well, get a hot dog. If you're thirsty, get yourself a, a, a Coke or a, a beer. So it's also got that. Now, when we take a look at the development, you say, well, they develop players, but they do more than that here. They also develop managers. They take uh, players that uh, that are retired that maybe aspire to become managers and want to jumpstart their career as a manager, and maybe they've coached a little bit, they come out here, and they get an opportunity to manage. Also, umpires are developed here. Minor Ooh. league umpires are brought out. They have four umpires, just like you'd have with a regular game, and they end up uh, you know, doing that, and it, it's, it's pretty impressive. The, one of the funniest things that here is we get a chance out here in the Arizona Fall League to see rules become they, before they become major league rules. Yes. Yeah. This is this is the part I really like. I, I, as you know, I, I like the weird parts of the game. I like the fights. Uh, I like the um, rule changes. I like the butt pats. You know, I, I block these things. <laughs> you know. Um, uh, yeah. It's it's a very interesting thing. So, anyways, uh, tell us about the rule changes. I read about these. But, you know, I kind of understood about half of what I read. Well, I, I think the thing we that a lot of people in Major League Baseball is very sensitive to the fact that these games take longer and longer every year. 
So what they're doing is they're looking for ways to, to basically, you know, make the game go a little bit quicker. And so they, one rule they will concentrate on is they're looking at making the pitchers throw the ball quicker. Not, you know, him hawing and being out there and grabbing the rosin bag and maybe grabbing something below their belt. We're a little more interested in, uh, so what they do is they got a 15 second rule. Once the pitcher receives the ball, he has 15 seconds to throw it in. And if he does not do that, he gets, uh, he gets penalized by getting a ball. In other words, a ball called against them, which you could lead to a walk. Now, if there, now, one of the challenges lies with this rule is that if you've got a man on base, the, the pitcher and the runner are always playing that cat and mouse game of picking them off, this and that, and keeping them close to the bag. So yeah. what they do is they allow the, 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 the pitcher to have an extra five seconds or 20 seconds to before he has to pitch. And there's a variety of back-and-forth rules as it relates to uh, well, how many times you can uh, throw the ball over to try to pick them off, et cetera. It's three. Top three. three. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's it's three, um, and it gets a little – it gets a little bit, uh, you know, complicated, but the fact is that it, and I, I could just let you know that I, I think it has an effect, um, on it, uh, a little bit, but it'll, I think the jury's out. I think these rules have to be really, uh, they can be tested here at this level, but they have to go to the big show, the, the, the in, you know, the major league baseball to really get the final word as to whether, how well they're going to work. There's another very subtle. Yeah, yeah. Is this? Are you going to talk about automation? Uh, I'm going to talk about. Actually, I was going to talk about ships. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, ships. Is a, the thing is that a lot of the fans are frustrated by the fact that the players have to get a chance to, you know, if they got a slow guy at, at plate, they can play probably short outfield. So now players are going to be required. Infielders are going to be required to be on the ground. Like, the dirt surface of the infield. They can't go out in the outfield grass portion. Yeah, and when it comes two, on to side, two on each side. Two on each side. Yeah, two on each side. So they can't. They yeah. can't. Uh, you know, they, they they can't do one side and, and bunch them up on one where the hitter is most likely to do it. On uh, on the automation side, maybe you can mention what you're referring to and and yeah. Talk a little bit. So this this fascinates me. I'm a computer guy, so among other things, so I am very interested in how this works. So we all watch baseball games, at least, and if you don't, you need to, okay? Let's just say it. I'm going to be the guy to say it, because you can't say it, John. You sound like a fanatic, but I don't. You need to watch a baseball game, because if you do, you'll notice that there's a rectangle, which is the strike zone, which is superimposed on top of the plate as you're watching a ball game, and it looks like it's, it's, it's being shot from, you know, like... Between second and third base, you get a, a real good perspective on where the ball's going. And you can see if it's inside that rectangle, right? So yep. we know there's a computer that's tracking where the ball goes and where it is when it's over the plate. So that's very yes. exact. So we all know what the strikes and balls are. Now, here's the difference. If uh, a team feels it's a bad call, they can say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge that. And you get three challenges. And if you're right, then your challenge doesn't count. But right. how, who does it? Who, who says if it's a ball or a strike? The computer. It's automated. So this is, I thought, at first when I heard this rule, I thought, well, they're doing all this stuff to speed up the game, and now this is going to slow it down. No. Yeah. It can it's be done quick. very fast. It can be done quick. Yeah. 
it can be annoying if it's done too much. That I can tell you. But if it's done, you know, on a very selective basis, when it really is a meaningful, the, and who can make this call to make the appeal? It can be either the pitcher, the batter, or the catcher. So nice, uh, those nice. are the players involved in it. And yeah, I, I, it, it's amazing how quickly they do it. So when you say, well, you know, you know, the appeal play takes forever when they appeal them. And, uh, but this one is not like that at all. They flash it up on the screen. You see it as a, as you're, you're looking at it as everybody else is. So you're almost kind of getting an inside view of, you know, calling balls and strikes to some extent. So yeah, that's pretty cool. And I kind of like that. So, uh, yeah, I would like to also say that, you know, these players, they come out here, uh, they, and it's a very relaxed, but very structured environment. In other words, they play regular games. But I think if you get a chance to see the pure joy and the grace of the game when, you know, when players are playing competitively, but not getting, living and dying the outcome of it. So, uh, it takes a little bit of pressure off of them. It lets them allow, allows them to relax and allows them to display. You see a, um, you just see a bunch of incredible plays and you're right on top of the action. So you, you're listening to these guys chatter. You're listening to them communicate to each other. It gives you a very inside view of the game. And we've seen some of the best players come out here. There are, they have their own Hall of Fame. The fact is that we've got three Hall of Famers. Derek Jeter, uh, is an example of that who have actually played here. So you, you can, Probably, they've done the research, and 60% of the players that participate in this league will eventually make it to the majors. Uh, probably the most noted player that's been out here that created a bunch of publicity uh, st- uh, storm was Michael Jordan when he was trying to make it as a baseball player. He came out here in 1994, and uh, unfortunately, because of a variety of circumstances, never made it to the majors. But had a chance to showcase his uh, his talents here. Then um, every year it seems like there is a certain player that comes out here that that kind of creates a little bit of notoriety. There's a pitcher that was very good in the Chicago uh, in the uh, College World Series in 19 uh, 2021, who uh, his name is Coomer Rocker, and Coomer played for uh, Vanderbilt, a, a very uh, well known uh, baseball power. And uh, he ran it. And this is a good example of who comes out here. Pitchers who are great, who are, you know, great prospects, but maybe for a variety of reasons, maybe an injury or unable to fully participate in the season. And so what they do is they maybe they come out here and they play catch up. They are able to then play some in this year and then be better prepared to continue their pursuit to the majors. So Coomer Rocker is the guy that everybody's watching right now. Very physically imposing player. He's about six foot five and throws very hard. So I had a chance to see him. He's got got, got a little work to be done with him. He's still a project, but uh, it, it's all pretty good. So that's that's the lay of the land out here. It's a it's a very very pleasant environment upon which to to watch baseball. So. Wow, wow, I'm in, I'm somewhat envious. Sounds like fun. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, being a uh, being the sort of the, on the bandwagon and a booster for the the city of Scottsdale, you know, you're saying, well, does you're you're a baseball fanatic? You got to be doing something else. But one thing I totally recommend that you do out here is go to the Musical Instrument Museum. Oh this yeah, museum is incredible. I don't care if you're maybe just a 
you listen to a tune and you don't know much about, uh, you don't, uh, you know, don't play an instrument, etc. This place is fascinating. You cannot, a day does not do its service. And quite often you say that about a place, but, you know, this isn't one where just looking at all the stuff, let alone reading about it, the best feature of this museum is you get a set of, of uh, earphones and it's ah. media proof. All you got to do wow. is change the volume because as you walk around, the you get close to a, a, an exhibit, it plays the music. Wow. Yeah. I that, didn't know that. So, no, that's that's one of the incredible features of it. So that's just a little, uh, you know, giving a little uh, add uh, to being a booster here for Scottsdale. I totally recommend that place. Okay. okay. Hey, you ready for a couple groaners? Yeah, you know what? I, I got a couple of uh, groaners here, and I've tried this, you know, kind of balance it between insects and, and baseball. So here we go. What has 18 legs and catches flies? Has 18 has legs, legs and catches, catches flies. flies. I was going to say, uh, you know, a long-haul tractor trailer. Now, think about it in terms of eight, 18 divided by 2. Nine. Oh, a double header. Well, it's actually just a baseball team. Oh, wow. <laughs> 18 legs. I, I, made, I made it too complicated. Players. I made it too complicated. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one, John. Sorry, I ruined it for you. Okay, why are frogs good baseball fielders? Why are frogs good baseball fielders? They catch a lot of flies. You got it. Yeah. You bet, man, a Cupid doll. <laughs> 